If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. This is the real Duke Nukem, baby. I'm here to listen to Podcast Unlocked and chew bubblegum. And I'm all out of gum. Podcast Unlocked. What's happening? It's Ryan McCaffrey. My name is Podcast Unlocked. Wait, that's not Whoa. how that goes. That's not how that goes. Pull an old switcheroo. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, This is Podcast Unlocked, episode 220, the world's number one Xbox podcast. It's November 11th, 2015. I think I'm Ryan McCaffrey. That's not Mitch Dyer. No, occupying where his physical corporeal form often is. It's Marty Sleva. Uh, Someone took offense to the fact that I made fun of uh, (laughs) Mitch for being Canadian last week. Well, I want I want everyone to know I actually like Canada in this world. I actually like I actually like Canada and I like Mitch. Sure you do. That was just an old joke and a jape. Sure you do. Actual Canadian Destin Legary. Hi everybody. Hi and the shark himself, Sean Finnegan. Hello everyone. Uh, So yeah, it's November 11th. This is you know part of the. Part of the storm right here, Eye of the Hurricane. We've got Fallout 4 and Tomb Raider this week. There's know, a, why did that happen? Why did I, I, want to see I don't know. Well, I have a theory about that. I want to, or not I'm excited, a theory, but I have thoughts about that for I'm later. excited to play Tomb Raider after 300 hours of Fallout. <laughs> <laughs> I want to note that today is not only a palindrome episode. <gasps> Mario likes those. Wait, what, what? No, it's not. What part of it's a palindrome? <laughs> the date is. That's true. Yeah, the date, it's palindrome date. Wait. As long as you just the day, it's just the day, day in the month. Oh. Just go with me on this. <laughs> I try to find these wherever I can in life. But today is for real the fourth anniversary of the release of Skyrim. Four wow. years already. Old enough to rent a car. Not quite. <laughs> Certain states. <laughs> Maybe it was some four years old. I don't know. In Missouri, you can rent a car in Missouri at four. Jesus Christ! Someone I can't believe it. I can't believe it's been that. No, long. I'm letting you sink on that. Yeah, one, let's, buddy. let's just watch him go down. Glum, like, glum, glum. well, should we throw him a life preserver? <laughs> nah. nah, he'll figure it out. <laughs> it's Darwinism out there, man. Survival yeah, of the fittest. I can't uh, believe it's been that long since Skyrim. It didn't feel like that long ago, right? At least to me, it didn't. It felt like we were playing yeah, that like uh, two it was years ago. 11, 11, 11 when that game came out. The truest palindrome there ever was. That's true. Yeah. That is a fact. Truth fact. Uh, that means I was doing Skyrim, like, right when I started. Yeah. Probably. 
Well, because three Skyrim months and, after I started, Skyrim and Dark Souls came out right around. <laughs> so that time. means I somehow did like six games from August to November. <laughs> wow, You're you a worked pro. hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I used to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I I had a fun week this week. I barely escaped jury duty. I was on the hook for a potential two and a half month long murder trial. Wow! Oh Thank my goodness! God, the judge let me out of it. What'd you say? I have a wife. <laughs> I, that like was a part family, of it. I have a four-year-old you know? as part of it. And, yeah. uh, no, I actually, Rock I, band. Well, so our company, we only get, only, we get 10, uh, sorry, people are writing in saying we are slamming on the, accidentally like banging the desk yeah, all the time. That. I have to try not to do that. My dumb ring is, uh, I'm getting a divorce. We got this right now. The show's more important. Just for the audio quality. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it got, it was extended it, showed up for jury selection, and they were yeah. like, oh, actually, this is going to take... We told you it was going to be mid-December, so already a long, you know, stretch. Yeah. Turns out it's going to be mid-January, and I was like, I was just like, I only have... Our company gives us 10 jury duty days, and then they yeah. won't pay me anymore, yeah. so thankfully the, the judge took pity on me. That's all me you go, had to but, say? Uh, you know, I did my best on the form to oh, yeah. make it as convincing as possible, <laughs> but... I don't want to He's reveal like all my tricks. He's racist on there. <laughs> like, whoa. Get me out of this. I'm actually pro-murder. <laughs> yeah. You mean this isn't a death penalty case? <laughs> How come? I believe in anarchy. No. Survival of the fittest. <laughs> Darwinism. Bryce circling it back, Dustin. That, I like That's it. all that you wrote on there? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <clears throat> so a lot's been going on. We'll get to the sort of core news in a bit, but I want to start with... Uh, the Mass Effect Andromeda. He didn't ask the question from the last. I really wanted to answer that one. What well, question? He wants to say that he's a Fallout guy. Okay, okay yeah, we'll back Skyrim up to that. Guy. Yeah, since we were talking about Skyrim. I was really excited. <laughs> good, good. I appreciate <laughs> yeah. you bringing me back to it. Yeah, it's funny. I've, in my time over the years, uh, OXM and IGN, I've found, even though they're, they're both fundamentally similar games made by the same developer, People tend to like really favor either the Elder Scrolls series or the Fallout series. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious around the room, do you guys fall one on one side or the other? Marty, I know you don't. <clears throat> you haven't played any of them, so <laughs> I'm, neut- I'm, I'm neutral. <laughs> Marty likes Dark Souls. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the interesting thing about I I, I think it just falls to uh, I know a lot of people don't like post apocalyptic uh, post apocalyptic things just because it's a little like. You go outside, especially in a city like San Francisco, and you already see it feels post-apocalyptic a lot of times. <laughs> it's not depressing at like, all. You bring light. It feels like world. it's filled with like robots and marauding ghouls if you go downtown San Francisco yeah. already. Um, and so I think that's why a lot of people prefer Skyrim. But I, I think Dustin's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Very different, very different. So just in general, uh, I don't really enjoy the fantasy dragon thing. So like Dragon Age, I don't know. Whatever, I never you're really dragonist. It. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> uh, I like I like Game of Thrones, but I, re- I really love uh, the Fallout setting, the post-apocalyptic thing. Yeah. Like uh, it's about you're in this totally destroyed world. Everything's like screwed up basically, yeah. you know, and uh, you get to bring – hope back into the world and like uh, help people out if you want to. I mean, you can play evil too. Yeah, and you just can make be a total it, you can make, tool. You can make it even worse, but I prefer to like <laughs> do the positive thing. Yeah. Like last night I ran around pretending to be a superhero in, in uh, Fallout 4, which was phenomenal you're and such a, funny. You're such a paragon in life. <laughs> it was phenomenal and renegade. funny. It was, it was a mission, but then at the end there was actually impacts on one of the characters' lives where like he's like, oh, this isn't a game, like, you know. And uh, <clears> it was really interesting that uh, they kind of hit all these different tones just yeah. with one mission in the game. Mm-hmm. And there's 
tons more where that came from in Fallout 4. Yeah, how far how far in are you at this point? How many hours? So I think I I'm at one day and something on my <clears throat> on my hour count. And somebody said I had 96 hours on the leaderboard. That's that's wrong. I think I have like 35 hours. It's still a good chunk. Yeah, yeah. I'm at about uh, 14. <clears throat> just sort of, I've been trying to balance Tomb Raider and uh, yeah. Fallout, which is really difficult. And Halo has suffered. I haven't played any Halo multiplayer, which is crushing me. Yeah, there's so, so many good. good games right now. How about you, Sean? Where do you do you have a preference? I do. I've always been more of a Fallout guy. Uh, just because, again, like Destin, I never really kind of grew up with the whole fantasy thing. Like, I read Lord of the Rings when I was a kid, but I found it long and very exposition-heavy, such that I was just like, even when I was a kid, I was like, man, we've been uh, talking about what these trees look like for a long time (laughs) in this chapter, you know? They're called Ents. They have personalities. (laughs) Why don't you be a little nicer to them? There's a lot of singing going on in Lord (laughs) of the Rings, and I'm just like, even when I was a kid, I was like, this is a little weird. I never read Harry Potter. I loved Morrowind. Like, I played so much Morrowind. That's the only game, I think, outside of the Halo series that I've 100%ed. Like I got, wow. I did everything that you could do in Morrowind. You play on um, PC or OG Xbox. OG Xbox, yeah. yeah. It's a good, pretty good version of the game, actually. Yeah, it's great. I mean, I loved it, and it was a. I mean, the quality of the games aside, like fantasy, just doesn't really do it for me. I've always been more of a sci-fi guy, so for me, Fallout is the thing. Like, I love, I love how sci-fi as a genre can kind of really uh, be kind of like a. A metaphor and a critique for the way humanity is now. Like it yeah. can be a good sort of reflection yeah. genre as f- for what we perceive our problems to be now. And I don't know quite that fantasy has that same capability because it's kind of difficult, at least for me, to understand like the complexities of human nature when you're dealing with dwarves and elves and dragons and orcs and all these other people mm. who have their own different problems, which is interesting in of itself, but it just doesn't quite do it for me. So yeah, I've been more of a fall guy ever since but I, I liked Skyrim a lot I played Morrowind a lot yeah and I, great but and I'm, I'm on the other side I've actually I love Fallout and I'm having a great time with Fallout 4 but I have always preferred the Elder Scrolls series mm-hmm. and I think it's it's for just very different reasons. I I love the escapism of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or it's I love the this would never happen. Right, the forests yeah. and the like it's transporting me to this almost medieval European type, you know, fantastical land yeah like medieval setting yeah with like stuff. awesome because uh, I, I like i love uh, gothic architecture and that sort of you know like uh what was the main city in oblivion um cap no oh, oblivion god now that was a uh, somebody's gonna correct me yeah, like yeah. instantaneously but the anyway. like the huge capital city yeah. was just this like awesome stone you know archite- gorgeous place and yeah i've always always preferred it but uh but yeah, Fallout's been great, and it's it's been a uh, it's been I can't pull myself away from it. Yeah, yeah. I also just think like particularly with three and with Fallout three and uh, now Fallout four, and uh, in comparison to what I remember from Oblivion and Skyrim, like I think tonally it's also just a lot more unique. Like Fallout doesn't feel like other sci-fi post-apocalyptic games the way that Skyrim does feel like other fantasy games, like in terms of its tone, right? Like one of the things I love about Fallout is this kind of like the music and the setting go Mm -hmm. so far in establishing like this is something that existed as part of Americana before everything went to shit. And that doesn't exactly have that. It doesn't, uh, Skyrim, at least to my, like, best recollection doesn't have that sort of same sort of contextualizing it in the world that I know. Yeah. You know? 
Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's, very, just, there's yeah. familiarity in a thing like Fallout because you are like, oh, I know Boston. Yeah. I know what a car is. I know this. Whereas you don't get fam- <clears throat> familiarity in fantasy because you don't know what a dragon is. Yeah, like, which is kind of the yeah. point. I get that. It's hard to compare mm-hmm. them in yeah. that way. but I feel like fantasy games, uh, like, uh, you know, or fantasy in general, like, uh, you feel like you're the first one experiencing something. Like, if you're walking through a forest in a game, you're like, I am the first person to ever walk down this path. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are the first set of footprints here, whereas something like Fallout or anything post-apocalyptic, it is obviously very much like people have been here before. I am the 100th person to do this. <laughs> and, and I don't know. That gives a weird kind of feeling. Well, you want to talk about fantasy and or, like, footsteps never being somewhere before. That's probably a good transition into the Mass Effect thing. And we yeah. can talk about why I love that. Now, Mass that's Effect. the Destin segue. Yeah, that was, that was, a, that that was, was actually, real, that was like high brow. Yeah, that was yeah. an adult segue. <laughs> 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 a, a grown-up segue, son. Yeah, yeah this uh, N7 day <laughs> is a is a is a, in, a fun little you know Mass Every Effect year. observational day that mm-hmm. we observe on November seventh for N7, and uh, yeah, this year everybody th- you know nobody I think really expected a ton. I wonder if they'll try to release the game on that day next year. No way. What? Well, let me see what. Da- well, it, they did say it's holiday 2016. 2016. Oh let me wow. Check the date, but anyway, um, yeah, we didn't get. There wasn't any gameplay or anything new like mm-hmm. that but but Destin we got a very a very really yeah. I thought almost beautiful trailer it was basically a female shepherd doing some narration with some some imagery about going into outer space and exploring the galaxy and uh, basically it was a femme shep passing the torch to the new explorers of the world now we, this was just for N7 Day. I don't believe this is like canon, like what's going to happen in Mass Effect Andromeda. But but it was really uh, a nice way to remind you about like what Mass Effect is all about, about exploring, about building relationships, and you know. Yeah, I saw, I saw a lot things. of people saying that you, when they heard Jennifer Hale's VO that it was like, oh, this is confirming that that Shepard's no, going to be in the game. No, I'm like, not. no, I think it's, this is very a, much a, a one-off yeah. tone yeah. piece kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, just like the marketing for Halo was exactly what happened in the game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, N7 Day 2016 is a Monday. So it's not like yeah. the Monday, you know, it comes out at like 9 p.m. usually with the digital preload. So be Nate Day. They could do yeah. it. I, I, <laughs> would not, I would not be surprised if that day is currently circled in pencil yeah. over at BioWare because obviously it's a little early to, to put anything in ink. But that wouldn't surprise me at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Andromeda is, if that trailer like that, in-engine trailer is anything to go by, that game's going to be fun. What, the one from E3? Yeah. Yeah, I'll be... Stunning. We know it's Frostbite. It's not Unreal. The game, Mm -hmm. the original trilogy was built on the Unreal Engine. Uh, This is Frostbite now, which EA uses for, you know, that's the DICE technology that EA is leveraging across most of their games. When do you think we'll we'll see sort of our first big actual what this game is god i hope it's on this website yeah yeah. but what do you guys do you think psx or possibly vgas i don't i mean it's still if it's still a year away yeah vga is is a time that's uh, psx yeah i mean if the game's a year away like i don't think it's i don't think it's out of the question to see anything yeah we had the gameplay trailer at e3 it's tough to say i mean will they piggyback on an event or will they just try to do their own Mm-hmm. If they've you know, done like, the award show before the VGAs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's the next. Keely knows them very well. It's the next possible opportunity, right? Yeah. Probably mm-hmm. would be the Game Awards. But uh, who's playing, uh, or we're on the subject of, of things that are out that aren't news. Have you, have you guys played Tomb Raider yet? Yes. I, I played a little bit of the intro, but that's basically <clears> what <throat> we played at uh, PAX, so, or what I played at PAX. Yeah. 
I, I would like suggest. A, I know yeah. you're you're knee deep in Fallout, but I would suggest carving out like a, a weekend and and burning through two yeah. major. I want to. Like, I'm definitely going to play it before yeah. the end yeah. of the year. But I'm just. I love Fallout, the Fallout franchise, so much that I'm just totally immersed in that world. Yeah. Talk to me about Tomb Raider, Marty. What do you think of it? I think. I think uh, so far from what I've played, which is only probably five six hours. Uh, I think it's right up there with Sunset Overdrive is the best exclusive on Xbox One. Um, or I guess it's currently an exclusive for a little right. while. Yeah. High um, praise. Yeah, I think uh, we, I was talking Call about this. Fir- best first party game. Yeah, yeah, totally. That? What did um, we give it? 9.3. Lucy O'Brien point three. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Great score. Um, it does this really interesting thing that uh, Altano and I were talking about where it has these really amazing sort of small contained open world segments that are yeah. really crammed with interesting things to do and little side quests and and really fun tombs to you know for lack of a better term raid with these really smart puzzles that give you great rewards the hunting and crafting is really good and then whenever you want to leave those open worlds you get this really amazing sort of uncharted cinematic great you know roller coaster ride before you get into the next little hub and i really love that that sort of that you're in charge of when you want to cleanse your palate, right? Which I think is su- something that's super important uh, uh, in a game that that is straddling the line between open world and sort of controlled corridor cinematic stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm really yeah. Our friend Jim Sterling had a great tweet about this. He said, uh, "I'm fearful of progressing in Tomb Raider because I, he's so hooked on mm-hmm. the fi- like the the finding all the cool stuff yeah. that he's terrified of missing of something." Missing. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Have you played yet, Sean? Only what I've played with you guys at preview events, event, okay. um, which I mean was a significant chunk. Is the with first few hours of the game? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, first few hours exactly. The it's not really my thing. Is the thing like I find it a little too gamey in that, like a lot of what I'm doing in the game, and this is again not exactly a valid critique, having not played the first one and not really played a significant chunk of the second one. Uh, it, like I feel like I'm just doing things just to do things because I have to and not because I want to. Hmm. Like I'm not. I've never been one of these guys who likes to go out and collect every little thing or upgrade every little weapon yeah. or max out my trees. Like I just want to do what I have to do to get through the story, and I want that story to engage me. So how are you playing Fallout? Yeah. Just, <laughs> well, like I said, <laughs> yeah. I've said it before. Fallout is the one like open yeah, world RPG where yeah. like I'm totally immersed in just what's happening in that yeah. game, such that whatever I'm doing, I'm like. 100% committed to it. Yeah. Like, that's very, very rarely in an open world RPG, am I, or open world anything. So you're uh, like, I'm going to get like junk because I want to build this thing. You have a goal. Yeah, like Obliv- yeah. Uh, Oblivion didn't really catch me. Uh, mm. Skyrim didn't really catch me. Mm. I never played Red Dead. I don't really play GTA because you put me in a world where you're like, do anything. Oh, and I'm yeah. like, I don't want to do And anything. you're paralyzed. Uh, yeah. You do yeah. nothing. Yeah. 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 yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you, Marty. I... I also had played the first, the beginning chunk of the game at a preview yeah. event, and I really enjoyed the the reboot from a, a couple of years mm-hmm. ago. Uh, but as the more I get into Rise of the Tomb Raider, I am finding I'm now completely in love with yeah. it. I went from liking it to just I completely love it, and it's it's there's there's just a ton of layers to it. Mm-hmm. It's you know you're like okay you've got the you're like you're saying the sort of cinematic. Uh, I, I hate cool to call them pieces. uncharted type yeah. things because Tomb Raider did it yeah, first. first. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, you've got those kind of action set piece moments. But then yeah, when you get into these open world hub areas, I love the the challenge tombs. Mm-hmm. The, I want to find every single yep. one of those. Uh, I've spent so much time in the first big open world area, the the uh, the base, mm-hmm. the, yeah, the Soviet base. Yeah. That uh, I've only just now finally 
started to move out of that because I was like, all right, I did all the tombs here. And I still didn't do everything Mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. But I love – so far, the the story is is engaging me. Um, I didn't like the sort of supernatural angle that the the first game ended up going down Ah. towards the latter part of it. And I'm hoping this one won't either. But, uh, yeah, it's just – it's really – there's just a lot going on, and it kind of all comes together in a way. Like, no individual part of that game, I feel like, is knock your socks off. Mm-hmm. Like, not the platforming, sure. not the – even the tombs, not the sh- certainly not the shooting. But together. But, yeah, the, it really is – that. I hate to use the cliche, but that game is really a sum of all its parts for me, yeah. and I'm mm-hmm. completely riveted by it, and yeah. I just want to play. I want to get through I, it. And, and I've really, like – more so than the first game, because uh, the first game I thought the story was effective, if only because you empathized with Lara. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it was, she's been it, through the ringer. Yeah. she's been through the ringer, and I'm like, it's sort of a cheap, it's a well, cheap way to earn empathy because you just don't you don't want a see, to see someone continually just like eaten by wolves and almost I, right. killed by marauders. Yeah. But I think this game does, and and Camilla Luddington's performance is really great. And from what Mitch says about the later part of the game, uh, it only gets better yes. and it only gets yeah, more like personal and he said it's one of those rare games where like his favorite part is the last couple hours which I think a lot it's, of games I think yeah. a lot of games peak in about the second act well I oh, if the, not yeah. if not earlier because I mean and it's almost by design because statistically game developers know you know the highest percent, 100% of your players are going to experience the first part yeah. of the game and a very, very, very mm-hmm. small percentage are going to experience the end Yeah, and, and yeah not only that it seems to be Extremely difficult to make a good end yeah. to a game because yeah. we've seen so many bad ones sure. this year. Halo. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we've moved past that. One, one thing we did I'm, a whole show. On <laughs> one thing uh, I'm really excited about is uh, watching Lucy's review. She talks about how it explores Lara's psyche. Yeah. And just in the first hour of the game, you were talking about like everything she went through in the first mm-hmm. game. You don't really want to see that. You can clearly tell. That she's still dealing with what happened yeah. to her, you know, like yeah. there's still lingering effects there, and she's latching onto this thing. And even her, is there a sister at the beginning? Mm. She's like, "Hey, uh, dad wasn't well. Yeah, you right. know, like maybe this isn't a good yeah. idea." And it's, it's it does something that I mean, obviously there's going to be comparisons uh, back and forth between this and Uncharted, but it, that's something Uncharted doesn't really do yeah. because it's sort of like uh, it feels more like popcorny uh, summer yeah, blockbuster exactly, where, or yeah. Indiana Jones where like by you, design, you can kill a bunch way. of people and be fine with it yeah and that's fine like there's not, that's not like that's good or bad but that's just I mean yes it's bad in real life if you kill a bunch of people and are fine <laughs> don't do that don't do that don't murder um, but in storytelling but in storytelling yeah yeah. Um, yeah it's interesting I think it's that's a this is a really strong statement of like alright your move Uncharted now so yeah, I'm really I completely agree and, and I you know even though I'm not through with the game either I I would actually concur with your statement of of it being right there with Sunset Overdrive mm-hmm. as as the best first party game. I mean, yeah. Halo Five is great. I mean, the multiplayer is so sublime. But uh, given the issues that I have with the mm-hmm. campaign, yeah, I mean, it's Sunset, Tomb Raider, Halo Five yeah. in there. Uh, even I would actually put Master Chief Collection in there too. Now oh, that yeah. it, it works. Yeah. Uh, but man, it is it is really good. And the the point I want I sort of hinted at earlier is I know. Real life is very different, and there are production schedules and all sorts of moving parts. But to me, it seems like a shame that, uh, I mean, Microsoft knowingly, willingly put this game out on the same day as Fallout 4. And they yeah. even have a kind of half marketing-y partnership with Fallout. So I don't get it. <laughs> but my, you know. my point is, like, it's, it's a shame to me that I think in an ideal world, and I'm sure this was explored or, or at least looked into, I would have liked to have seen Tomb Raider and Forza flipped 
and have yes. Tomb Raider have come out mm-hmm. in late September at a time when it could have been like sort of the first mover, like the first big holiday game, yep. gotten that before everybody's spent any money or gotten wrapped up with a, a game like a Fallout, mm-hmm. and have Tomb Raider really come out and set the tone and, and come storming out of the holiday gate in September. Mm-hmm. Or, and then, because I feel like Forza is such... <clears throat> To- so totally different than Fallout that it's not. It doesn't even. It's not even competition. Like if you're interested in Forza, you're not gonna. You're not gonna buy Fallout instead of Forza. Yeah. You might buy them both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's they're 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 so apple and orangey, and not that Tomb Raider and Fallout are the same mm-hmm. game. But yeah, it's just it's it is a shame to me that I feel like, and I mean sales numbers, who knows? But I do feel like it's gonna nobody's talking about Tomb Raider the mm-hmm. way that that game deserves to be talked yeah. about. Yeah, and especially, right now. I mean, it's, it's even tough. Like, aside from Fallout, there was that 10 day span where right beforehand we had Black Ops, and right afterwards we're going to have Battlefront. Star Wars yeah. Battlefront, yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like uh, maybe mid October would have been better because in September you had to avoid Metal Gear. You know, well, that was September for yeah. I mean, to an yeah. extent, I guess. So but. I think like somewhere in October would have been the good window. But so I mean, you would have rather flipped, you know. I don't know. Halo that, and I don't know if there is a good window because yeah, Metal Gear well, yeah, was October right. wasn't also Halo was October as well. Yeah, like maybe late September. But then what are you running into there? All fall and up to winter is just crazy. I guess the point is, I would have loved that snack, uh, like a week of Tomb Raider, nothing else there, you know, because there yeah. there are weeks in those uh, time there, periods. There have definitely been weeks when they could have launched, <laughs> yeah. and uh, it would have been great. Well, in any case, hope it does well. The game's great. Uh, don't sleep on it. Give it a try. It's really super good mm-hmm. uh, from what we've played so far and from what our friends Mitch and Lucy have played all of. Mm-hmm. They they back it up. So uh, we'll come right back to some news, and I want to thank Will Mitchell for, uh, as, as I said, I think on last week or the week before show, like an idiot, I had to free up hard drive space on our, <laughs> on our, on our creaky podcast laptop. I accidentally mm-hmm. deleted... Too many old things. Oh no! Lost the most recent bumpers we had. Yeah. I was able to. I've I've got uh, so the ones I found were the the old Xbox 360 bumpers. Oh boy! So Will Mitchell, super nice guy. He made me made us a couple new bumpers. Uh, the first of which, well, we're gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna keeping the unlock block one that Rory mm-hmm. made because it's just so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the news unlocked bumper is now fresh and modern. And it's even got kind of a newsy feel to it. So thanks, Will Mitchell, for that. And we'll come right back and do the news for you right after this. All right, let's do a little news for you. Let's kick it off with uh, the new Xbox One Experience dashboard. Hits tomorrow as we record. It's Wednesday it starts to roll out tomorrow, Thursday, the 12th. Or, or your Xbox randomly did it itself when you didn't want it yeah, to. Yeah, <laughs> it's been getting pushed out to some people early, yeah. and it is go- scheduled to go out in waves, but you should be able to Force manually it. do it yeah. tomorrow uh, by going into the, your system settings and doing you know uh, system update, choosing that. So uh, it's a great dashboard. What do you th- what are you thinking of it? I mean, we've talked a little bit about it, Destin, but what are your impressions of it I'm so far? Looking at so far, uh, pins are at the very bottom, but you hit left and you kind of have access to all your tools there, you know, like right when you boot it up. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty good. Just stuff's move around. So, yeah. I'm kind of I mean, getting used to the new flow. Well, the pro tip mm-hmm. that they there's a little I definitely recommend watching there's on the right rail, there mm-hmm. is a box for uh, a tips video that mm-hmm. Microsoft made that gives you some sort of shortcuts and hotkeys and that's things. That's cool. The triggers. If you hit the left trigger, it'll pull you down to the 
down oh, to your yeah. pins okay. on, on any of the tabs. Mm-hmm. So that's like the number one thing to remember is just All like right. trigger and then boom, straight to the bottom. Weird little thing, but I miss being able to hit start and go to my settings. Like I've been, I've got that like ingrained oh, yeah. into like yeah, how now I get it's to my just settings. Over. It's yeah. on the, now it's on you the hit left stuff. and you got to kind of navigate to it. Yeah, it's, but it's, I like it. It's, it's left, smoother. It's so quick too. Yeah. It's left on the, when you're <clears throat> on the dash. Mm-hmm. And what's great is one of the things we've talked about over and over on this show and uh, as they've slowly fixed our issues yeah. with the dashboard over the last two years, now we got the guide button back from yeah. the 360 from in the game. <laughs> double tap the jewel button on the top of the controller. Mm-hmm. It'll swipe in from the left, and you've got friends, messaging, party Gmans. stuff. Yeah. All that stuff's right there again. Thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. so happy. Like, I came into work. So my work console has old dashboard. My home console has new dashboard. And I come in, and I'm just trying to navigate. And, like, it takes a second. Then like catches up and it moves all over the place. Then I'm like, yeah. all right, so you're working now. Great, I can actually do <laughs> yeah. some stuff. Yeah, I'm in the same yeah. way. I've, 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 yeah. I assigned, I got in the beta for the dashboard on mm-hmm. uh, a work box because I didn't want you it to break anything too. at yeah. home. Like, because it's that was a real possibility yeah. in the early days of the the public beta. And now, like the last week or two, I go home to the old dash and I'm like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. So that's, I think, a telling enough endorsement right there when I get home and I just get upset <laughs> that it's the old dashboard. I have high hopes based on what you guys are saying. I haven't tested it out yet, but I don't like change. And I had kind of gotten used <laughs> to the way yeah, right. we're working. Right. Like, I, you, you'd rather go the Stockholm Syndrome Yeah, that's totally route. Stockholm Syndrome. Well, just like, I don't know, it, it worked fine for me. It wasn't maybe the best interface I've hmm. ever used in my whole life. This wasn't the Blade system. But, yeah, uh, Blade system was great. Yeah. I well, mean, but for the time. For the time, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, Ryan's right. It would not work now with just how much content there is out there. Mm-hmm. But uh, the way I use the dash, uh, the current dash, the one that is not the new one. Uh, 1.0. Yeah, 1.0 dash was perfectly fine. I had no trouble getting to where I needed to go most of the time. And I made use of the voice commands kind of a lot when, yeah. uh, when it came to watching things. Mm-hmm. I finally got used to the new dash, and now we're being given a new one. So I'm starting to get used to the new one, but <laughs> it's happening faster. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Uh, have you played around with it yet, Marty? No, actually, not yet. So yeah. you'll you'll see it tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, the connect gestures are completely gone. Out Good. Of the Good. Good. I love that when I'm eating popcorn or something, watching a movie, and, then the and hand it pops comes up. Yeah. Like, get out of here. No, there <laughs> will know? there that yeah. will be exactly. That's the only like real frustration that I had with that is like sometimes I'd get really frustrated and Halo, I'd throw my hands up in the air and it'd be like, what are you signaling? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm not signaling. Need? I'm, I'm mad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I when yeah. I first read this, I was I freaked out mm-hmm. because I just my brain read it as connect functionality. Voice so it's like, yeah. the voice commands, I use those all yeah. the time. Oh, they're just talking about the physical hand mm-hmm. gestures. Yeah. Okay. The voice stuff's great. It's still there. Yeah. I use so that's uh, good. I use record that and take a screenshot regularly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude. Oh, I, when I have played Halo, I, mm-hmm. I I had to go back like, oh, yeah, I can record all the cool things yeah, I do. Right. And I started tweeting some of them out. And I that is one of the, the nice, of I have a bunch of PC friends who just like, they every day, at least once a day, they're like, why do you play console games? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. It's like, when I'm playing Counter-Strike and I pull a really cool like triple mm-hmm. kill or something, I'm like, Xbox, record that. That's one thing you can't do on PC. Yeah. yeah. Way to go, you by the way. You kind of can with NVIDIA. <laughs> you just screwed over a bunch of our listeners. To be yeah. fair, you kind of, for the PC people, you kind of can with NVIDIA, you can do a hotkey where you just like, you hit record mm-hmm. and I think it records the last 30 seconds. 
That would be nice. Yeah, uh, if the, I had a PC. <laughs> another, another. Yeah. So here's a, a new feature that I thought I was going to love, but then when I actually played with it more, it turns out I unfortunately don't like it. So uh, we've also complained that remember from day one of the Xbox 360, it had the uh, shooter and racing profile preferences where you could just set in the system in the OS you'd set I want inverted yeah for all shooters Everything. and what and you could set your default view for racing games whether it was yeah. like bumper cam or cockpit mm-hmm. view or whatever uh, and we've that was a, that was a November 22nd 2005 feature on the 360 yeah it has not happened on Xbox 1 I thought uh, I thought I saw you tweet out a photo you doing it so I that's true. Yeah, and I was stoked because I just I had gone right in. I hit it, so it's in the in the new dash. Mm-hmm. You can go in to the to the devices to your and set on your controller to invert yeah. the Y axis. So the good news is that totally works with games. Uh, but what it what it does? It's actually a forced. It's it's like a binary switch and not actually a smooth preference thing. Hmm. So if you go into your game. And you go into the settings menu, it'll it'll show uh, normal, even though it ah. the system is overridden. It like the game yeah. doesn't know. Yeah, it's like it's it's at the it's Got at it. the deep root. It's on the system side, not system on the game side, software side. But the side. problem is, like in Fallout, you know, I zoom in and out on my map. You know, you go yeah. up, uh, stick up, stick. Yeah, it which is just a normal, you know, up to zoom That's in, still and back to zoom out. But it, so it inverts everything, oh, yeah. everything just, all the time. Mm. Like no, this. But that's actually yeah. more frustrating for non-game things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ah, so you'll have to do the old settings thing I, in every game, or I, play like a normal person and don't <laughs> use inverted. Don't start with me. <laughs> don't start with me. Uh, so if Mikey Barra or any of the Xbox uh, team members are listening, we know Phil still listens, but at mm-hmm. least last he checked in with us semi recently. Yeah. But if we could just tweak that somehow, if there's if they could maybe put that on the to do list to. To give a little bit of logic that. to it, yeah, 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 massage that a little bit. That would be super helpful. Does it add anything else? Backwards compatibility. Oh, right. That. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're giving me yeah. the like. Yeah. I'm segueing you. Yeah. Look, yeah. come on. I'm like, what are we talking about yeah. again? It's all written down in front of me. <laughs> uh, yeah, 104 starting tomorrow, yeah. or possibly today, or now, as you read, as mm-hmm. you listen to the show. 104 games are the. That's the first batch of out of the gate backwards compatible games. Yep. 360 games that you can play on your Xbox One. So it's crazy how much people care about this. Like not 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 in a pejorative way, but just like yeah. the the news stories and our wiki on this. Like oh, it was it was one of our biggest numbers, yeah. biggest yeah. stories. Period. Out of E3 was yeah. when they announced the backwards compatibility. Mm-hmm. I redeemed my Fallout Three code, and I'm like, yeah, I can play Fallout Three. Do play Tomb Raider. Don't play Fallout. No, 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 <laughs> not not now. But like, it's nice to know that I have yes. that. I uh, wish my saves came over, but yeah, yeah, it it helps you if if they can get enough of the catalog built up, you might be able to. Put your 360 away forever. Yeah. It's kind of the, yeah. the idea, right? Or, or trade it in or I'm sell it or what <laughs> have you. Uh, yeah, 104 games out of the gate. The gem. So Brian Albert and I made a video about this, but mm. I just want to go over real quick. I think there are, there are a bunch of games that you probably won't care about, like Sega Classic Collection, Alex yeah. Kidd, like, okay, whatever. But uh, the five gems that either play them again or you may not have played them the first time if you're a relatively new person to the Xbox world. Shadow Complex, mm-hmm. Marty. Yeah. 
How good was that game? That game is so good. And now I, I miss Chair. Well, I guess Chair just announced their new game today with J.J. Abrams. For PC and iOS, not for consoles. Spot. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't actually watch the video. I, just I, 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 I read the press release. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Shadow Complex is one of the best Metroidvanias of the past Ten years. Decade? Yeah. yeah. Probably since Symphony of the Night. Yep. Uh, this one's near and dear to my heart. Condemned Criminal Origins, yeah. an Xbox 360 launch title by Monolith, which is the folks that made, uh, went on, of course, most recently made Shadow of Mordor. Mm-hmm. So Condemned Criminal Origins is a first person. It's not, I mean, it's a horror game, but it's, it's, it's first person melee combat. Which very few games do well. Right. In a, in a, but with a horror theme to it. It's, it's real scary. It's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. It's very brutal because uh, everything's just first person and with like lead pipes. Yeah. And, that you know, sounds awesome. It's, it's, you're in an abandoned school, which is creepy as hell. Yeah. Uh, please play Condemned Criminal Origins. And I'm going to guess, I'm going to go out on a limb and say most of our listeners probably haven't because the game's so old now. Yeah. It goes all the way Was back. Was the second Condemned also backwards metal? Uh, not, I don't think it was on the initial list, but you need to play good. the first one. Yeah, the second one took a noticeable Except for the bear. Step. The bear's real cool. The bear is, oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. We also, won't ruin uh, the bear for you. If you. I'm just looking at the list. Yeah. Uh, Mass Effect 1, of course, we knew about that. But uh, everybody's Bo- played that. Borderlands and AC2. You're, oh, you're talking about stuff I'm trying to get to some missed. stuff that, yeah, some like yeah. great gems that people may not have played. Uh, Beyond Good and Evil HD. <laughs> that would count. Oh. Yeah. That Cameo. Would count. Another launch title. Mm-hmm. Rare's... Uh, the Rare had two launch titles for the 360. Perfect Dark. Perfect Dark Zero Which being is the backwards one, compatible. Which is on yeah. the list. Mm-hmm. Cameo, Elements of Power, I think a super underrated game. Mm-hmm. It's super colorful. It's, uh, oh. I love the gameplay with, what do you? I just saw Hexic. I love Hexic. Hexic. I know that's a super simple <laughs> game, but that's awesome. Hexic yeah. was pre-installed so, yeah. On, yeah. The, on the hard drive enabled Xbox Hexic. 360s. Yeah. yeah, that was, you. there is a good chance that you got your first achievement off of Hexic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. yeah, Cameo was great. Yeah, Cameo is still gorgeous. Like I, I played through a couple of hours of it when I was reviewing the Rare Replay. Um, yeah. And aside from, I think it's got a really bad opening, but once you sort of get off the leash and can kind of explore yeah. the world, it, it came super still gorgeous. Yes. Yeah, a lot of fun. Awesome. And then uh, most recently, <clears throat> bringing this one up because it came out after the con- the new consoles have, and you may have missed it, South Park, The Stick of Truth. Mm-hmm. You can now play it on your Xbox One Please play it. It's. Yeah. I was saying to Sean, yeah, that's going to upscale beautifully on yeah. Xbox One because it just yeah. looks like the in- intentionally crappy South yeah. Park cartoon. Yeah. Like that's yeah. how it looks by design. Yeah, it'll look great. It's one of the funniest games of all time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's Matt and Trey. It's their fingerprints all it's over. A South Park they wrote episode. it. It's a yeah. season basically because yeah. it's twelve hours long. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's one of those RPGs uh, like uh, Child of Light where it's like if you don't if if something like a hundred hour Fallout RPG is way too intimidating to you like it is to me, uh, a twelve hour RPG like Stick of Truth is very nice. Yes, that is true. So. Uh, I, I was saddened when a lot of my the responses I got on Twitter to tweeting out this feature of, oh, these are five you shouldn't miss. So many of the responses were, well, they don't have this one. They don't have that one. And it's like, gamers, this stop <laughs> complaining about what you didn't get in this 104-game batch yeah. and enjoy yeah. what is there. They're yeah. coming. There's also, a lot of great first, stuff yeah. there. Yeah, it's the first wave. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, all of this, to me... I want to get your guys' thoughts on this. Comes around to, I think, the the, the Xbox One now, 
mm-hmm. the, as of November 12th, 2015. This is uh, where Phil Spencer's tenure as head of Xbox has really become a real thing that you can point to and you can evaluate and you can you can uh, just hold up and say this is this is yeah, this what is Phil has print. done. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is these are his fingerprints. You've got the new dashboard. You've got backwards compatibility, which was his initiative because he he and I talked about that. Uh, we, I ran the interview after E three on on this show. Uh, the elite controller, which by the way is oh, can't go back now. So good. <laughs> Uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider, that was his deal, mm-hmm. that he secured that as an exclusive. I mean, it's, it's other than the shell of the mach- the actual physical box itself, mm-hmm. which is still, you know, in the, the big what do you square think? thing. You think that's E3? Uh, we, we'll get to that in a second. I yeah. want to talk about All that right. in a second. But I, I think it's really, this is almost the Xbox One 2.0 now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's mm-hmm. if you h- compare the what the system is what it, and what it uh, looks like when you turn it on and what it can do... Compared to two years ago when it launched, it's almost completely night yeah. and day. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy because uh, PS4 has had some minor changes, but like <clears throat> barely noticeable, at Correct. least to me. Yeah. Um, whereas, yeah, like you said, night and day. Yeah, PS4 updated the software though. That was the one weird thing for me because like they just added a ton more options. It kind of fixed a lot of wonky things yeah. in PS4. Uh, this is a huge upgrade. Like this is completely revamping the dashboard, getting backwards compatibility into the console. It really is Phil saying like, "This is what gamers care about. Let's but, give them what they want." And yeah, think about it. two years yeah. ago when the system launched, party partying up was a mess. Yeah, and uh, so much of the like achievements were a, an, an app that took forever, relatively speaking, to get at. That was very frustrating, and uh, you know the the price of the system. It was it was. Much more exp- it was twenty five percent more expensive than than the PS four, and now it's uh, technically I guess the same price, but with with holiday sales it's less or or heavily bundled. And then you know the dashboard is so much better. Yeah, and the uh, you know the, the backwards compatibility stuff. I mean it's and and the lineup too. Look at the lineup under Phil Sunset Overdrive stuff we were talking about before. Mm-hmm. Tomb Raider, Sunset Overdrive. Uh, Halo Five, Where we play. Uh, the, the, both Forza, the, the Horizon Two, and Motorsport Six, and Rare Replay, and it sold well. I'm very happy that yeah. Rare Replay yeah. sold well. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's just it's fantastic, mm-hmm. and I I wonder if so there you hinted at it, Destin. I think there are sort of two more pieces left before yeah. it's like where they could almost literally relaunch the system, mm-hmm. not like in a like oh we canceled the system and yeah, now it's coming yeah. back. I know but, what you're saying, but yeah, in a sort of marketing sense, mm-hmm. and that's in. Uh, I think they said either early 2016 or spring. I don't recall which which it was, but uh, the Cortana voice inter- integration stuff mm-hmm. is coming to the Xbox One. Uh, it was supposed to be with today's, you know, with this week's dash, but they ended up pushing it back for for testing, I guess. But that's going to let you do some interesting things. Uh, they've they've demoed stuff like it'll, uh, if you'd like, you can ask it like, who who just killed me in mm-hmm. this game, and it. And, Instant, oh, cool! And it, she can tell you. Uh, yeah. Cortana can tell you. So interesting little potential things like that. And then I, I, I think you're right, Destin. I think E3 is when we get the slimmed down, like machine. a physical redesign, physical redesign, slimmer, quieter, still quiet. not internal power supply. Yeah. I don't know. Quieter than the Xbox One now. Oh, Xbox One. No, that's why I corrected myself. Oh yeah. 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 I mean. I would love I an internal slimmer, still quiet. I would yeah. love an yeah. internal power supply, but I, that's not going to happen. I. I'm not. I don't know. I don't really transport my console around all that much. It doesn't bug me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. 
And from what I read, there's a lot there's a lot more comparatively PS4s that break down because of overheating because of the internal right, power sure. supply than yeah. there are Xboxes. But but the, not, yeah, the point being that I I think come E3 and come next summer and into next fall, <clears throat> I think we could actually see Microsoft put a huge amount of money into a massive Xbox One marketing campaign. Because uh, that's you know you'll have they'll have Gears Four hitting yeah. possibly Sea of Thieves Halo Wars Two the lineup will be great there's the lineup's fantastic all of next year good time but to yeah, launch with, a new look but with uh, the new dash the Cortana stuff a, a physical slim new night sleeker looking console uh, the you know it'll probably be two ninety nine permanently by then I would suspect I wonder if they're just gonna really like marketing wise yeah. relaunch the thing next same year. great lineup. All the games that you love from the past, sexy new look. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how Microsoft plays it, but they got a, they've got a lot to be proud of. The machine today is so much better. The, the, I, uh, the user experience <laughs> is so much better than it was. It's really interesting to me to see this transition happen because, like Phil Spencer, I mean, we know that he he's been at Microsoft for a really really long time. Career, but I think yeah. his tenure at Xbox has really been emblematic of Microsoft's philosophy, which is like. If you look historically at the company, they almost never get things right the first time, but after time and iteration, they get to where that's they true. need to be, and it mm-hmm. becomes a really, really good product. Like, mm-hmm. that's kind of been the difference if you want to take it back to the PC days between Microsoft and Apple, right? Where Apple would innovate and put everything into one product right at the beginning, whereas Microsoft would put something out that maybe wasn't as good, but over time, you acquired greater it. market share because they would iterate and improve over time. Yeah, and you could all these little additions right. add up to something really, really big. Yeah, because I mean, even uh, Windows is a great example yeah. of that. Like early Windows wasn't good, and then it got great. And mm-hmm. even By like Windows uh, ninety five, it was mm-hmm. like a huge thing. Xbox Live Arcade, when it debuted on the yeah. original Xbox, wasn't that good. It was just this strange interface, and the games were fifteen dollars, crazy overpriced. And then the version two of Arcade, which was built into the three sixty, was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, you make some good points there. I mean, and that's, like, I think that's just, I, you can attribute most of that to one guy. Like, I don't know that someone else in that position would have had that mentality that has made Microsoft successful, mm-hmm. right? Because he's a, he's a Microsoft man, you know? Like, I don't know that you bring Microsoft in, man! Yeah, like, you bring in execs like other, you know, you know, uh, guy who went to Zynga. Oh, Don Madrick. He Matrick. who shall not be named. <laughs> like, I don't know that uh, bringing in an exec for hire from outside would have been able to make this sort of impact in the amount of time that mm-hmm. that uh, Phil Spencer did. It's nice. No, it's a good point. Yeah, you're saying. Yeah, you're suggesting that because Phil just is so in, he knows the company back yeah, to front. Yeah, he's a grassroots he's, guy. He came yeah, up through. He's that been company, able to like, to move quickly. Yeah. To uh, to change the direction of the of the xbox ship yeah and most yeah most importantly i think like whether or not he knows that he has microsoft's mentality burned into his like strategy and that's paid off at least from our perspective my perspective like really well for xbox fans and gamers yeah it's nice when you add something to a product that has a big impact god damn it Dustin. that was good that was a good one that was good Uh, yeah, big team battle Speaking is hitting of... Halo 5 this week. Speaking of things getting better for free, uh, I, this was a surprise to me. I when Before launch, 343 had told us, uh, well, they we've said a while ago, okay, big team battle's not shipping with Halo 5, but it's going to be added as a free update later. I kind of, th- I, I figured it was a convenient situation where they probably had to cut it mm-hmm. just to 
make their you know set in stone release date, but on the it also had the the other positive effect for them of pushing people to try Warzone, their big new thing, and that's it's a good thing people did because Warzone's amazing. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think we would get big team battle this soon, but here it comes this week. It's out, uh, and now that I think about it, it makes total sense because mm-hmm. Call of Duty just hit. So, you know, you might have had some people stray from Halo and go, ooh, Black Ops 3. Like, no, come back to Halo 5. (laughs) (laughs) We've got big team battle for you now. And, of course, it's maybe a a preventative salvo fired uh, over the Star Wars Battlefront Mm -hmm. uh, deck as well because that game is one week away. Yep. (laughs) Going to draw a whole lot of people. Yeah, Yeah, I mean... It's going to be interesting to see where the audience stays. Like, you're going to have Halo, you're going to have Star Wars, you have Fallout. Tomb Raider will be like an appetizer. Like, people will well, play that game. Well, it's a single-player game. game. Yeah, yeah, people yeah. will play that game, but it's finite. You know, there's an end, starting an end to it. Uh, yeah. These other games are like 100-hour games. Like, you could spend 100 hours in Halo, you could spend 100 hours in a multiplayer game. Very like true. Star Wars and, you know, Fallout, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, and we knew 343 had told us just before launch that Big Team Battle, when it did come, it would be bringing with it its own Big Team Battle-specific maps, which is which was great news. They weren't going to try and uh, crowbar it into the t- small arena maps or the huge Warzone maps. Mm-hmm. And the four maps, it's, it's very interesting what they're doing here. They're made, by, they're made in Forge by community members with 343's help. Mm-hmm. So kind of the fundamental ideas and work done by the community, and then 343 comes in and sort of presumably polishes it up and not, and I like that. smooths I it out. Cool. Not to be too rude, but hopefully they're a little better than the two that launched. Uh, they were a little... Orion and Pegasus? Spots. Yeah. Well, it's funny yeah. you bring it up. Orion was yanked from matchmaking because oh. it's a disaster. <laughs> it's full of exploits and bad spawns. Yeah. Uh, I actually hate Pegasus a lot more than <laughs> yeah. I... Like, I don't... Orion, I don't which one? Which one's problem. Pegasus? Though? Pegasus is the one... With the rocks? Uh, well, there's... No, yeah. the... No, Orion's okay. the one with the rocks okay, yeah. off on the side. Yeah. Uh, and then Pegasus is the one where it's just like huge ramps up to this sort of like top area. Okay. And then there's just kind of a bowels yeah. area down below. Mm. And I, it, ugh, I <laughs> do not like Pegasus. It's not. It's probably my least favorite Halo 5 map. <clears throat> they changed Pegasus too. Didn't there used to be like the on the far... I guess if you're on the low ground looking up towards the top, yep. there's that like... There used to be a big sort of outside outdoors ramp that kind of yeah. went up to the side that's gone now yeah like and that kind of at first i was like oh that'll be nice but it it's, it actually is not it makes it worse like <laughs> so. it makes it harder to get to the top like at least you could flank i don't know that map sucks <laughs> <laughs> and, and most of the other maps are really good but yeah, yeah. those plaza i didn't like them in the beta either uh i was fine with Pegasus. orion but i didn't get a lot of it in the release so yeah. i don't know about these exploits yeah. and mm-hmm. stuff but uh, so the four big team battle maps—they're all uh, sort of inspired, in- in- inspired by classic big team Halo maps. Mm-hmm. You have a map called Basin, which is inspired by Valhalla. You have Guillotine, which is inspired by Headlong, and that's the one just from the screenshot. Like as of our recording today, these aren't out yet. Yeah. So all we have to go by are the shots. The shots. Mm-hmm. And Headlong looks, or excuse me, Guillotine looks super, almost exactly like Headlong from Halo 2, which brings back all (laughs) kinds of warm and fuzzy memories. Deadlock, which is inspired by Standoff, that was a uh, Halo 3 DLC Mm -hmm. map. And then a map called Recurve, which is inspired by Halo 4's Longbow. 
So I'm very eager to try these out. I love big team battle. Uh, it'll be nice to have vehicles. You know, because Warzone, Warzone's the only place to have vehicle that you can get vehicles right huh. now. And it's all, of course, done through the rec system. So <laughs> it'll be nice to put Halo 5's mechanics to the test in a traditional yeah. classic big team eight battle. on eight yeah. big team battle scenario mm-hmm. where it's just there's no rec system and there's but there are vehicles and you gotta control the vehicles, control the weapons. I cannot wait. Mm-hmm. Neither yeah. can I. Big Team Battle was always like that awesome change of pace when you were playing with a big group of friends, or it's like nowadays when you know Twitch streamers or people like us want to play with community members or fans. Like yeah. it's another great way to just like true. rotate people in and out mm-hmm. and just get a lot of people playing together. Like that's super cool and that's super fun. And uh, with dedicated servers, we've I mean Warzone has been running mm-hmm. pretty great for for me certainly, and I think for most people, yeah. you know, dedicated servers it'll should run better than Big Team Battle ran in the you know. Halo 2, Halo 3 kind of days. Yeah. So all good news yeah. uh, on the Halo side. With Orion being pulled and like these new maps having like oversight from 343, it's nice to know somebody is watching over the little details. Damn it. It would be better if you didn't emphasize it so much. Like that's the part. That's all that Ryan knows. Me. That's all Ryan knows. That, oh, you're hey, killing Ryan, me. That's for Ryan. my benefit. I'm throwing you a softball here, buddy. <laughs> like, <Or> it's <laughs> it's radio. You can just look yeah. at me and give me the. You look were looking I, away. That's why I did it extra, extra emphasis. Oh that man, time. it wouldn't mm-hmm. be so bad if you didn't like phrase it the way. you And you did. also like start laughing. You're like you can't even. <laughs> like, he, I got what, it. That's what that makes a good great. That's what makes them great. All right. Yes, Overwatch, Destin, Yeah, is, uh, to get serious. On a serious note, yeah, that's huge news. Overwatch, which is Blizzard's new hero shooter, as mm-hmm. they are called now, uh, is on its way to Xbox One, and it's out in the spring. I, I mean, any time a Blizzard game comes out for, for any platform, but yeah. particularly a console platform, it's big news. I mean, Blizzard's last Xbox One release was... Uh, Diablo three, uh, Reaper, the, of, the Reaper Souls. of Souls, the yeah. whole the whole package, and holy crap, that's I that game's so good. Yeah, it's so much better than the initial release of Diablo three was on PC. Mm-hmm. Uh, it plays great on a console. Oh my god, it's a great Xbox One game. So. If you haven't seen Overwatch yet, go to IGN, look up Overwatch, and just watch a match. It is intense. It's yeah. phenomenal. It's it looks smooth, really it's pretty. Good. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a Blizzard. The game. characters yeah. are all like different enough. It's like Team Fortress in 20, 2015. So I got to play. I got to play. Uh, a lot of Overwatch uh, at BlizzCon this week, last yeah. week. And, man, is every hero... There's 21 heroes right now. They're shipping with 21 heroes. And I need a hero! Adding more, I guess, yeah. later. But uh, the 21 heroes that are in the game at, sh- at launch are widely varied. Like, you have yeah. five different tanking classes... Or mm-hmm. five different tanking heroes, five different support ones, five different attacking, five different defensive ones. And all of them have... Completely different abilities and different yeah, awesome ultimates yeah. and very very interesting stuff and it's just like they had it has that classic Blizzard art style where all, all the characters are really recognizable mm-hmm. and very colorful cool, yeah, very yeah. colorful yeah. distinct. Yeah. I played this guy named uh, McCree. He's uh, he's like an old West gunslinger type oh, guy. That's cool. He runs around with a six shooter, mm-hmm. which is like the coolest thing ever to me because you're fighting like giant cyborgs mm-hmm. and like ninjas and <laughs> stuff who like throw ninja stars and. Here's a guy with like a six shooter, and he has this. His ultimate is this ability called uh, I forget what it's called, but it's called stare down. Or it's a stare down where like yeah. your your aspect ratio changes. So you're, oh, like, that's squinting awesome! Yeah, and like that's walk so really, really, really slowly, 
but as one soon shot. as you lock onto someone, you one shot them. Yeah, that's like, oh, no awesome. matter where they are. Yeah, that. that's and cool. It's like a really cool. It just. <laughs> It's so, so much fun. Yeah. It's if, fast and it's fun and it's very. If dear listener, you're going, hey, this kind of sounds like that game Battleborn from Gearbox. Yeah, <laughs> you'd be right. And uh, I've got to imagine that the fine folks at Gearbox are, are like, all hitting the hardest alcohol they possibly yeah. can like, right oh, now no. <laughs> because they just delayed from February into May. And Overwatch is out in the spring, which they noted at the bottom of the screen is literal spring, meaning they're just they just said uh, a game is expected to release on or before June twenty first, two thousand sixteen. Mm-hmm. So it's possible that Overwatch from a I mean Gearbox is a big deal. Don't I mean they're a, they're a tremendous developer. That's this is not got good news he, for them. Got a though. huge name yeah. recognition, but Blizzard is one of the three biggest rec- like. Highest profile developers with mm-hmm. an amazing track record in this entire industry, along with Valve and I don't know, maybe maybe Rockstar. Rockstars. Yeah, yeah that's those like are probably like the three big Bungie's ones. probably on the short list too. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, Battleborn, they those guys have got to be hitting the sauce right now yeah. because uh, combined with combined with Battleborn's delay, uh, Overwatch is you know it's not only a very similar style game. But uh, it could actually come out first. Not only visually, doing, but mechanically but, also. Well, that's the thing. It's a very yeah. similar style game on paper. I've played I've played Battleborn. You've played Overwatch. Oh, yeah. And from what you're saying, you, what you've said reminds me a lot of what I played oh, yeah. of Battleborn. And, there, of course, there was a public – there was a beta of Battleborn. A lot of people have played it. And, man, I mean, I, yeah, is there – I can't imagine there's going to be – Room in the market for more than one of these things, yeah. especially at the same time. Well, yeah, I don't know. And these are just the first two of a bunch of sort of hero shooters, if that's what we're yeah. just going to start calling them. With uh, the Epic just revealed, what was it pa- Paragon? Paragon, yeah. uh, Cliff Blazinski's game, game, Lawbreakers. Although that's yeah. currently only for my PC. Paladin. Uh, that was like the Paladins. Paladins. Yeah, thank you. Open, that's yeah. the one I was yeah. looking for. That's and that's from the Spite folks. Yeah. Which, so mm-hmm. don't sleep on that high res. Mm-hmm. Don't sleep on that game. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm curious. It's weird that there's oversaturation before any of them are out. Like, <laughs> it's, it's true weird that the market's oversaturated already. But uh, I mean, that's the thing with, I don't know, with esports focused games. Not that we're calling any of these things esports. It's too early to tell if that if they have the legs to be called something like that. But with esports focused games, like there tends to not be a lot of market space. Like I mean, there's only ever one right. RTS or yeah. one shoot yeah, Counter Strike. This sort of yeah, reminds like, me when there's like so many people were trying to have a MOBA that could compete with League of Legends or Dota. Like there was the Lord yeah. of the Rings one and there was the it's like, DC one. You'll like, get a little bit there was but nowhere near. There for a little yeah. Bit. yeah, like yeah. you'll 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 Yeah, like you said, you'll mm-hmm. snap up a little bit of the group but yeah. you'll never compete with League of Legends or Dota. In fact, League of Legends and Dota are the only examples where there's two MOBAs like in that genre competing for I don't know that that huge yeah. audience, you know. Mm-hmm. With shooters, it's like there is nothing else in esports except for Counter Strike. Mm-hmm. With RTSs, there's nothing else except for StarCraft. You know, it just kind of is that way. And I can't, I can't speak to Battleborn because I haven't played it. But I, after playing what I played from Overwatch, I can't imagine anything competing with that. It's so fun, and it's really I mean, Battle, Battleborn yeah. is going to have a campaign sort of thing, which That's Overwatch true. seemingly yeah. is not. That is and true. Battleborn. Uh, and that's music to somebody like my sure. my ears. You know, I've been railing on this show for months about how I'm annoyed that all these uh, shooters this mm-hmm. generation don't have campaigns. Yeah, and Battleborn's like legitimately funny. Like I've, I've yeah. laughed while playing it. It's like really well written, and which mm-hmm. is not a surprise coming from Gearbox. Uh, but yeah, I mean that's 
it's going to be tough. Is Overwatch PS4 also, Marty? Yes. So it's yeah. PS4, PC, and Xbox yeah. One. Yep. Yeah, all the that's the a game I'll usuals. definitely play on console. The one, the one interesting thing about Overwatch is they haven't they've been very wishy washy on uh, pricing structure. Like we know we're getting this uh, oh yeah Overwatch yeah. Origins type, which is which just has more content, which just has more content. Yeah. But it also seems like the game is going to also be free to play. Oh my god! I don't think, no, I think they've confirmed that it's not. Have so they? it's yeah. yeah. So there are three. I mean, Brandon Tyrell will know more about this than I do, but he explained it to me. There are three announced editions of the game. One is like a base edition that. Includes, but that's like, only for PC, you, right? Which you is can't the get more that on like, the console, right? Which is the more free to play ish model, but it's not exactly free to play because you're still paying. Uh, then there's a, I don't know what the edition's called, the but Origins it, Edition, Origins Edition, yeah. which comes with all 21 of the characters and you can play on all consoles. And then I think I forget which, it's not which free to play, which is the top edition, but there's it's another, a collector's edition, yeah, thing there was, with a statue in it, yeah, yeah. There was something with like. Uh, I, I guess, especially on PC, like the it unlocks a bunch of stuff in other Blizzard games. Like it unlocks oh, yeah, a yeah. mount or they a buddy. Have, it is wow. not free to play. Yeah, just so you know, just for clarification. They do yeah. that with a bunch of their collector's edition stuff. We just unboxed the StarCraft II Legacy of the Void Collector's Edition, and like half of the digital goods are like, you get a cool new thing in Diablo. Which, by the way, cool is genius. In, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's an in absolute yeah. genius cross-promotional move yeah. mm-hmm. on their part. All right, so uh, the great battle of hero shooters, Overwatch versus Battleborn, uh, is about to begin here. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, got a lot of things competing for our wallet. That's right. Destin Legary, I'm going to go to you. All right. What can we spend our money on this week? Uh, definitely buy Fallout 4 and probably buy Rise of the Tomb Raider 2. If you can buy them both, get them both. They're both phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, digitally, uh, nobody, nothing. <laughs> Nobody, yeah. no, everyone, yeah. people were smart enough not yeah. to release ID at Xbox games yeah. on uh, on, li- on live this called Smartly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Marketplace, <laughs> November's Games with Gold, Penumbra, Breath of Life. Or Wait, p- hold on. I sorry, love that's a different game. That's a different game. Penuma. Nope. Numa. Yeah, there, you there go. we go. <laughs> Numa, Breath of Life, Silent the Xbox silent. One, like all pneumatic. Month. Oh, okay. Like right, pneumonia. Like pneumonia. Got it. Got it. Uh, <laughs> Night Squad on Xbox One also. So yeah, that's Numa and uh, Night Squad, and then Dungeon Siege Three for Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty, and Dirt Three. Yeah, Dirt, Dirt Three, November first to the fifteenth. Yeah, you're running out of time to grab and Dirt Dungeon Three. Dungeon Siege Three, the sixteenth to the thirtieth. Wait, did I did I make this up when I said that? You said this last week. I know what you're going to say. Did you? Did any of us look it up? <laughs> What? Damn it! Did any of us look this up? I thought I read a thing that said from now on every 360 game that's free during Games with Gold promotions uh, is going to be back. I think you're right because that makes a ton of sense. Yeah, I either I either made that up or they should do that. All right. Well, fortunately, we now have a uh, short break. We'll come right back and do the trivia. It's Destin's chance to pull even with Mitch, who took oh, a I'm leg gonna. up on him next week. So uh, we'll be right back with that. Unlock the lock. Can you take on the challenge? Yeah! All right. Hush up, Destin. It's time <laughs> for about Overwatch. I'm unlock block trivia. Wait, we, we, we figured out I didn't yep. lie. Marty's not a liar, everybody. That from now on, all 360 games of cold games are going to be backwards compatible. Yeah. So you get double the amount of games to play on your Xbox One. Excellent. My nice. source that for that? Xbox.com. So. Solid. <laughs> pretty legit. Solid source. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you better hope that they're accurate. <laughs> So, uh, oh, I didn't bring it in here, but our winner this week, the Dookie, is oh the, uh, the prize. David Malucci, he won the Tomb Raider Xbox One bundle. We just got done Congrats. saying you should play Tomb Raider. Well, he can now do it, and he's got a console to play it on. Yeah. So, uh, David, congratulations. He sent in uh, the question, which I'll get to in a second. 
But this week, uh, awesome Podcast Unlocked fan Jonathan McKenzie has offered up a copy of Tomb Raider Definitive Edition. Oh. Clearly, he bought the... Uh, he bought the console mm-hmm. and uh, has his, which comes with a digital code for, yeah. for mm-hmm. Tomb Raider 1, for Xbox One, and he is uh, kindly offering to give that away. So I'll give that away next week if you'd like to win a copy of Tomb Raider Definitive Edition for your Xbox One. And Dave Malucci won himself an Xbox console, uh, thanks to Microsoft for providing that, by the way. Mm-hmm. This is with a fantastic this question. question. Now, Destin, you were not here last week because Fallout was more important than this show, apparently. That's rude. I had, a, like, 30 videos due <laughs> Sunday. I love watching his, yeah. his just blood yeah. vessels pop out of his head. And tell, Mitch, tell me my job's easy. Mitch, uh, That'd be great. Mitch did get it right. So he is a point up on you right now in the quest for right, this bad boy oh, right here, Mitch. the Dookie Trophy that's in the middle of the table. You're going down, Mitch. So he asks a question which... Sounds simple, but could be super deceptive. Mm-hmm. I know this this one threw me. And that question is, which of the four main Halo games has the highest Metacritic score? Which one reviewed the best? You've got <clears throat> Halo 1, Halo Combat Evolved, obviously came out, took the world by storm. Halo 2, huge hyped sequel, multiplayer changed everything. Mm-hmm. Halo 3 for 360 kind of put it all together. And then Halo 4 came out and uh, melted a lot of faces as well. Right. So I'm going to make sure you guys write down your answers. I mean, really, just Destin at this I point. I already did. Hey. Marty, Marty's yeah. playing for pride. Hey. Finnegan playing for pride. Playing for wins. <laughs> the scoring for the year, Mitch at 18 points, Destin at 17, Shark with 6. Marty actually 13. You're not completely – if oh. these guys get shut out for a month – yeah, for, you've got a shot. What if Marty came back and won? That would be awesome, <laughs> yeah. actually. And then he just like takes the trophy. Can I donate and, yeah. my points? <laughs> he just rubs it in your face. <laughs> be great. I'm going to go to the shark back. first. So which which uh, of the Halo games? Which of the first four mainline Halo games, Sean? Do you think had the highest Metacritic score average? I don't know for sure, but I have to imagine it's Halo Three. Okay, yeah. Marty, I will go to Marty. I said Halo Two. Okay, Destin. What Halo do you think? Two had the controversial ending, so I said Halo Three. But Halo Two did have phenomenal multiplayer, so so did a little bit of a toss up. So did one. So did four. Yeah, we all had <laughs> four. Uh, I'm sticking with three. Uh, Destin, I am. Uh, I will report now that your score compared to Mitch's, is exactly the same. You all right, right, tied it back up. <laughs> no, you didn't. Oh, it's the same as last <laughs> week. <laughs> You no, said understood. your score compared to Mitch's is the same. As it was last oh. week. You didn't let me finish. Ah. Is no, it two? It, it was Halo 1 has the highest okay. Metacritic. Darn it. Bummer. Yeah, highest Metacritic score. So a nice job stumping us. Dave Malucci, you've won yourself an Xbox One Tomb Raider console bundle for that. Uh, thanks again to Microsoft for providing it. By the way, there is one more. I think we're going to have one more uh, console to give away, thanks to our friends at Microsoft. But nice. I need to just button up all the, the last details on that before I announce it. If But, in the meantime, again, next week, Tomb Raider Definitive Edition, and if you want to win that, send your Xbox-related trivia question, along with four multiple-choice answers, please note the correct one, and send that to unlocked at IGN.com. And, uh, yeah, let's get, let's go home. Yeah, all right. Let's, go, let's get out of here. Get us out of here, Chewy. <laughs> Destin Legary. Yeah. 
plug some stuff. Talk, tell us about yourself. Just pretty much everything that hits the follow, anything Fallout that hits the site, I'm probably involved with, unless it's wikis. <laughs> so, yeah, just keep an eye out for Fallout stuff. Follow me on Twitter, at Destin Gary. Fallout me on Twitter. Yeah. <clears throat> Marty saw me hit a death claw with a baseball bat and send him flying almost over a house. Mm-hmm. It, <laughs> it was, was really phenomenal. Good. Were there cheat yeah. codes on at the time? No, so there's a baseball bat that has a chance to send enemies flying, and, and there was a death claw on my face. I'm like, well, let's see what happened. <laughs> and it, it went, <laughs> and he went, was I was really like, good. that's that awesome. was amazing. Please tell me you were capturing yeah. that yeah. on video. Yeah, so there's a baseball bat montage you can watch right now, and oh, you can I'm, see the death fly go flying. <laughs> yeah, it's that's really great. fun. Sean, follow me at on Twitter at I'm Finnegan, and uh, add me up on Xbox Live at Finnegan Space. I, I play a lot of Destiny, a lot of Halo, although I'm sinking a lot of time into Fallout 4 right now. But I'm always looking for fire team members, both in Halo and in, and in uh, Destiny, so hit me up there. Also, this week, I think we are going to be doing a StarCraft II Legacy of the Void live stream. So if uh, RTS is your thing or you want to come play against me in multiplayer, then uh, let's do it. I think we're streaming some Tomb Raider tomorrow, Maybe. Thursday, I believe. So that'll be 1 p.m. Pacific. I forgot to mention, we have a big live show this weekend, too. We're doing uh, Fireteam Chat and Game oh, Scoop Live. Oh, yeah. We should oh, definitely right. talk yeah. about The thing we uh, haven't plugged at all. Yeah. Well, it's sold out. It's yeah. sold out. That's yeah. why we haven't been plugging it. IGN House Party is this weekend, November yeah. 14th, live, uh, live Game Scoop and live Fireteam Chat. So if you're in the area, too bad because you're right. It's sold out. But <laughs> yeah. next time. And uh, stick we hope around. to see you there. Yeah. yeah, and if you are going, then come say hey to us. Yes, we'll please be do. all hanging out there, having drinks, eating food. I yeah, I will be a little uh, late to the party, not on purpose. Had a had a thing in the morning, but uh, yeah, my plan is to be there and hang out for yeah. the dur- bulk of it. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's It'll gonna be, be a lot of fun. And you know, these seem to be a big hit with the fans, and uh, uh, you know, people want to support the event a lot. So there will be more in the future. So you know, keep an eye on IGN yeah, for we, when we're we thinking of doing that. them in different places too. Like so, maybe pairing them up with like Paxes or Comic Cons. Or yeah. Things like that. Yeah. Thank you nice. so much. It's mm-hmm. like six hundred people or something. Wow. Six hundred people. Be there yeah, don't that. mess yeah. it up. Yeah. yeah, no pressure. Fire up. team. Welcome to fire team. Channel. Oh god. <laughs> Boy, I'm glad. Uh, yeah, I'm glad Unlock doesn't have to do it live this time. Yeah. yeah. You already had do it live. Yeah. Uh, and as for me, you can follow me on Twitter at DMC underscore Ryan. Uh, I murdered all the other Ryan McCaffrey's on Twitter. I'm coming. the last one standing. That's why yes. I get the blue check mark next to my name now. I wasn't sure it was you. <laughs> there can be only one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, what am I doing? I am. Yeah, there's nothing else to review because Mitch is doing Battlefront. Mm-hmm. That's why he's not here today. And well, I guess we'll see what happens with Just Cause and Rainbow Six. I'll see if I get in on either 10, of those. There's 10,000 episodes of Telltale games coming out. Ton of Telltale things, but uh, yeah, I'm just kind of in future planning stuff. I will say this week, right now, we have uh, some exclusive features, one a day, t- today, to May- Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, on Ukulele. Yeah. Oh, cool. is the Marty, like, bunch yeah. of ex-Rare folks at uh, Playtonic Games. They're making a very Banjo-Kazooie-inspired new platform, character-driven mm-hmm. platformer, uh, which we've got... Uh, we're revealing an NPC yeah. today that you'll spend a lot of time interacting with who is amazing. Yeah, mm. it's a real, real cool dino. Yeah. Check out that feature. Uh, and then I want to thank – I should have said this at the top of the show. I want to thank everybody. I got a lot of nice comments about the John St. John interview last yeah. week. God, was he fun to talk to. Mm-hmm. That guy was great, and you probably heard he uh, was kind enough to cut two – intro bumpers for us so i heard the first one last week heard cool. the other one this week i'll put them into the mix uh but yeah he was great thank i want to thank him for for coming in and spending so much time talking to me about video game voice acting uh ign prime that helps keeps the lights on here 
and gets you no ads on IGN, either on the website or on videos. Sign up at IGN.com slash prime. It's only 30 bucks for one year. Mm-hmm. I think we're done. We're we are. I'm proud of us. I'm gonna be, I was actually worried. If I was going to get on that jury, I was like, I don't know if I'll be on unlocked for the next three months. Yeah. The show will just... Oh, my God. Someone's... I don't know what's going <laughs> to happen. Three months shows. of bitch hosting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm very thankful. Mm-hmm. Thank you again to the judge for excusing me so for I can... taking Ryan's broad. Yeah, for yes. I can just... Right <laughs> across the table. There yeah. you go, sir. Uh, for Destin Legary, Marty Sleva, the absent Mitch Dyer, and the ever-present Sean the Shark Finnegan, I'm Ryan McCaffrey. This has been Podcast Unlocked, episode 220, and we'll see you back here next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. there this is justin bartha i made a funny new podcast king of the egg cream it has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like lewis black i'm torn by my feelings for two women bobby cannavale you can eat it or if someone hits you you can put it on your cut melanie linsky i wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet jason ritter i can break things and pick locks and kill people michael stuhlbarg the whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better ari grainer no don't whet its appetite what are you an idiot me justin bartha that's not just any egg cream that's a lemke's special and all narrated by the hilarious richard kind this is the story of harry dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.